Hi guys, thanks for tuning in. This is our podcast, Through the Years, where we will go into detail on all different generations and what their similarities and differences are. I hope you guys like it. Hey guys, thanks for tuning back in. Yeah. So this podcast episode is going to be based around childhood and what is different from when our parents were growing up to us growing up. So we each recorded a little session with our moms, and we talked a little bit about how they grew up and, like, their daily routine and, like, what they went through. And so we're going to insert those clips now. So, Callie? Yes. So this is my mom, Farah, and this is her story. So, Mom, give us a quick rundown of your childhood. Well, I was an only child. And my parents divorced when I was really young. I was like two years old. And my mom was a single parent. And so I switched schools a lot because she wanted to keep me close to wherever she was working. Um, Mm -hmm. In case something happened, she wanted to be able to get to me really quickly. And I grew up in Denver. So when I started going to school, I went to half of kindergarten at one school. And then I went to the second half of kindergarten at another school and first grade at that school. Oh my. Then I went to second and third grade at a different school at St. Bernadette's. That was my first Catholic school. Then I went to fourth grade at a different school. Oh my God. That was Guardian Angels. And then I went fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth at another school. That was St. Teresa's. Um, and then I went to high school all the same place and then college all the same place. So, um, wow. like I said, I moved around a lot and my mom was a single mom, like I said, so, um, she worked a lot. So oftentimes after school, I would go to, um, an after school care, either program that they had at the school or my grandmother would pick me up or, um, I would have babysitters, um, where I would, um, be with other kids too. Um, Mm -hmm. there was one that was a farm that I was at and they had a lot of animals. Really? Yeah. And that was pretty cool because we'd like go feed the chickens or they had dogs and I always, I always liked animals. So I thought that one was pretty neat. Um, so it was, um, it was different because I didn't get a lot of time, really a whole lot at home. We lived in an apartment, uh, for most of my life. We didn't move into a townhouse until I was in college. Um, so I lived in an apartment my whole life, which was kind of neat because I had a really good friend um, that was in the building, usually in the building that I lived in. And so mm-hmm. um, we used to be gone for hours at a time after school. So we'd have to come home. I was supposed to get my homework done right away. And then I was never allowed to have anybody over. <laughs> um, my mom married, actually, again, when I was in fifth grade. So um, my, my stepdad had a rule that I wasn't allowed to have anyone in the house if they weren't home or in the, the apartment. Yeah. So my friends and I would go. Um, and there was this one that was particularly, I was close to, and we would, we were really into scooters at one point in time. And so like, we would just go all over, all over our different complexes and it was linked to like different townhouses That's and stuff fun. like that. So we'd, we'd be all over, we'd ride under like tennis courts and ride around on the tennis courts. <laughs> and then we'd ride our bikes all over the place too. We'd take a bike path. And, um, so I just had to be home when it got dark. So yeah. that, that was the rule. So like in the winter right now, you know, it gets dark at like five. So it's oh, not, no, not that as fun. Sucks. <laughs> not as that fun. Sucks. But when you're in the summertime, you can stay out really, really late because the sun yeah. was up really long time. So it kind of worked out okay. Um, but yeah, it was, that's, it was different. That's what we did. We, we were always outside. We were playing with neighborhood kids. There was a park 
in the complex. So we'd go over to the park and they, there was a merry-go-round and we'd spin and spin and spin and we'd till we were dizzy forever. So it, it was great. We had a good time. Different. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that clip with my mom. It was fun talking to her because I learned some new things about her that I didn't necessarily know. But just kind of wrap up her story a little bit. She basically talked about she clearly had a different childhood than me, not only because, like, the generational times were different, where technology is, like, a big part of my generation and not so much hers. That's why she mentioned that her and her friends would ride around their block and, like, go to the store and ride their scooters everywhere. Because for her, friendship was, like, key personal, like, in real life relationships because they didn't have Snapchat back then, so they couldn't just text each other and be like, hey, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Like, they actually had to go meet up somewhere. And not only that, I have a brother, one brother, and she was the only child, and my parents were together, and still together all my life, but her parents divorced when she was really young, and she had, like, a stepdad when she was five, so, yeah, obviously her life was a lot different, and her story was way different than mine, but I think it's still important, like, it was important for us to have that talk together so we can relate to each other more, because I didn't know, I obviously can't relate to having a divorced parents, mm-hmm. and I don't know what times were like back then because <laughs> our generation, Emily and I, we were basically born into technology. Oh yeah, for Like sure. Snapchat is literally the main thing for any teenager right now. Like ask anyone. Yeah. And I kind of wish, like I'm not going to say, when I was little I did like ride around in the cul-de-sac with my friends and everything. Yeah. But I definitely would say probably when I was like 10 or whatever, that's when time switched and yeah. everything was more like technological related. Yeah, Where Instagram, agree. Snapchat, like you're cool, how many followers you have. I will say I'm kind of sad that, like, our generation got to that point, because I wish we developed more, like, deeper connections with people. Yeah. But that's a good thing for my mom, I guess, but... (laughs) Yeah, she had to spend some time with her friends. Yeah. She literally got to grow. She's still friends with some of her friends when she was little, because they weren't so focused on, like, getting each other Snapchat. They were actually focused on developing deeper relationships. Can't imagine. (laughs) Barely. So that's my story. What about you, Emily? Alright, so this is my mom, Shalane, and this is her story. So what was your childhood like? And go into detail about one, like, specific day or, like, what a normal day would be like. Well, when I was in junior high, my parents were divorced and my mom worked evenings. So... I would get off the school bus. She would be waiting for me around 3.30, 4 o'clock. And we would um, go to a restaurant up the street called Doc McGee's. And that would be my dinner. Um, She would then drop me back off at the house. And she would leave for work. So it was up to me to do my homework, wash my clothes, get anything done that needed to be taken care of in the house for the evening and ready for school the next day. Uh, My grandmother would call at 10 p.m. every evening to make sure that I was in the house and safe and that everything was okay. And sometimes I went to bed on time and sometimes I stayed up until 3 o'clock in the morning when my mom came home. And then I would get up the next morning and go to school and that would be pretty much the pattern of our lives. I would go to the neighbors sometimes for snacks um, and company and um, then I would also work on the weekends with my mother um, helping make coffee and snacks for the people that came to watch their children play soccer early in the morning at the Kansas City Soccer Dome where my mom worked. 
Right. Thank you. All right, so that was my mom's story, and we have a few similarities, but most of them are differences. So the similarities is that we both grew up with, like, divorced parents, which is annoying for the most part. And, like, but that's that's mainly it. Like, we just both have divorced parents, and, like, uh, she mostly lived with her mom. I mostly lived with my mom. And um, besides that, everything else with her childhood and my childhood are very different. So she grew up and just had this set routine where she would just go home and she would go to dinner with her mom and then her mom would leave and she'd have to take care of herself and like her grandma would call her just to make sure everything was okay. That's nice. (laughs) Yeah. And I never like was really left alone as a child. Like I'd either have like a babysitter or like a nanny or like my older sister but, like, I was never, like, left alone to take care of myself because my parents are, well, my mom's kind of paranoid uh, from her growing up situation. Oh but I think that's, like, kind of frowned upon now, like, to just, like, leave your child to fend for themselves. Oh, totally. That's, like, like a that's just, like, protective services match? Yeah, like, you, you really don't do that. Like, if I, like, had a child, I would, like, want to spend all my time with them. Like, yeah, I really want to be, like, a present mom in my kid's life. And I think, like, growing up, it was always, like, nice to know that my mom was, like, trying her best to, like, not give me the same childhood she had. Oh, yeah. So, it was always, like, I noticed her effort and, like, she just, like, wanted me to have better than her. And I think it's, like, really interesting how our parents grew up and how they, like, reflect their experiences onto ours. And I know, like, a lot of parents are really, like, annoying and overprotective. <laughs> some parents just don't care, which I honestly don't get. I don't relate to like, that, yeah. Like, some people will just, like, go out partying, like, on a Monday night. And I'm like, how is your mom okay with that? Like, my mom would beat me if I even tried. So. <laughs> but my mom was kind of like that. I'm glad you touched on that. Because my mom, like I said, she didn't have, like, the best job. Like, obviously she wasn't, like, starting in need of, like, yeah. no friends or anything. Yeah. But, yeah, having divorced parents is tough. Like. Again, I can't relate, but Emily, you have, and my mom has, and your yeah. mom has. So, th- that did come with some challenges. And my mom tells me this all the time, where one example that comes to mind is, like, school supply shopping. Something, like, so innocent, you would think. Yeah. But, like, every year we go school supply shopping. Ever since I was, like, in preschool and kindergarten, my mm-hmm. mom always wanted me to have, like, the sparkly pencil case. <laughs> or, like, the new It pencil. Because yeah. she's, like, she didn't have that for her childhood. So, she wants my brother and I to have, like, the best childhood. So she yeah. can kind of, like, live vicariously through us and, like, kind of, like, make up because she doesn't want us to ever feel like how she did. Mm-hmm. So, moral of the story is, like, your parents always have your best interest at heart. Whether, yeah, they're saying you can't go to this party where all your friends are going to be. Yeah. You may hate them in that moment, <laughs> which is bad, but you just have to realize that, like, they're not doing anything to hurt you, necessarily. They're doing it, ultimately, to protect you and yeah. keep you safe, even though you may not see that in that moment, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... One of my biggest things growing up now is that my, like, one of my biggest fears is, like, being divorced when I'm older. Oh, my God. Like, I, I, like, I don't know. Like, my current boyfriend now, he comes from a family of, like, his parents got divorced and, like, his grandparents got divorced. And then on my side, my grandparents got divorced on both sides of the family. And then my parents got divorced. And it's just, like, a big reoccurring thing. And we, like, talked about it together. And it's, like, both something that we, like just really fear because we don't want our kids to go through that because we know like the struggles and just like the 
like, heartbreak. how, yeah, like, the heartbreak that it puts even the kids through. Because, like, it's hard to see, like, your parents together and then, like, not together and then see all, like, your friends have, like, these great relationships with their parents and, yeah. like, you don't even see half your parents half the time. So, I think that, like, my mom, when she got divorced, it was really hard for her because she knew that I was going to go, like, through what she went through. Mm-hmm. And it, like, really, like, I guess broke her. And I, like, tried to, like, help her through it Aww. the best I could because I didn't understand because I was just a child. But I would always try to, like, make her feel better and, like, because I didn't understand. And, like, now that I'm older, I understand that, like, divorce is now becoming a more common thing. And it's just something, Definitely. like, a lot of people are just, like, fear. And I don't know. I just, that's one of my biggest fears. And has been growing yeah. up. Especially it's tough on the young kids. Mm-hmm. Because when you're young, you're, let's be honest, your vision's, like, completely blurred. Like, all you know is, like, the happy sunshine rainbows oh, yeah. that happen in life. Like, your parents try the best like, to you believe hide, in like, magic. the hardships. Yeah. <laughs> like, they try the best to only show you the good parts of life. Yeah. To, like, shield you from, like, sadness and anger and everything. Mm-hmm. But how awful would it be for, like, a kid to see, like, mommy and daddy at Christmas, like, loving each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, by New Year's, they're screaming, hitting each other, and then, like, you yeah. never see them again. It's really hard for, like, a lot of people in life because they know nothing other than, like, a broken marriage. And, like, that's what my mom saw as, like, in her childhood. And I think it kind of, like, bled through into her growing up because it happened again. And I think she just, like, has never seen, like, a strong and, like, stable marriage. And that's just kind of how she lived her marriage. Yeah. And I just, like, take the uttermost precautions about, like, (laughs) just, like... Being completely honest, just, like... I mean, good for you. I mean, like, I like can't... I don't know. I don't want to get a divorce, so I'm just, like... You have to be careful who you're being in a relationship with yeah. and who you're, like, marrying because you will be, hopefully, with them for the rest <laughs> of your life. And I don't know. I think it's just, like, really scary for kids then and it is now because, like, I don't know. I guess when... Back then when my mom... Her parents got divorced. Like, she had to take care of herself because her mom had to work. Yeah. And I guess that's, like, a similarity now because, like, parents will get divorced now. And, like, the kids will all just take care of themselves because mm-hmm. the parents have to work. But, like, I don't know. I think that's one of the s- things that have stayed the same through every generation. Yeah, I would agree. That's one of the things that, like, is a constant recurrence in every generation. No matter, mm-hmm. like, cell phones, they didn't evolve till later. Like, our yeah. parents didn't go through that. But I think everyone can agree that divorce, as sad as it is, yeah. will probably be around forever and has been around forever. Mm-hmm. So from both of our parents, or I guess our mom's stories, like we did have both similarities and differences between their stories and us now. Mm-hmm. But one thing we can agree on is like a mother's love, honestly, is like yeah. greater than all. And I think any parents love that, like if they really just like deeply care about their child, they're like gonna do anything they can to make sure that they have everything they need and I think that that has never changed in society or any generation like every parent has like loved their child and I think that's like a big thing and like I think ending the podcast on that like just like knowing Mm -hmm. that your parents want what's best for you even if they don't understand what you're going through right now it's just like yeah what every teenager is going through right now like their parents don't understand them but like they went through similar things even if it wasn't the same thing yeah Please, if you're listening to this right now, please go give your parents a hug right now and just yeah. thank them because 
They're trying. They're trying. And hopefully, by listening to this, this is, like, your final push to, like, understand that what they're doing is ultimately just to help you and protect you. So don't hate them for not letting you go to the football game. Don't (laughs) yell at them for taking away your phone. Because they're literally just doing it to protect you. So please go. Thank your parents right now. Because they literally sacrificed their lives to make yours better. Mm -hmm. And they ultimately just want the best for you. So (laughs) go do that, please. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. This is Getting Through It with Emily and Kelly. Bye! Thank you so much for listening. We hope that we helped you grow as a person and learn something new. It's important to remember that each day can differ from the next and how change is inevitable whether we like it or not. So do not dwell on the past because the future is so much more beautiful. Take care, everyone.